Just get just making some noises till we get started here, guys. And we're off. It is Monday, August 21st, 2023 AD. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. It looks like I have to reset my stream on Odyssey because I'm not hearing it. Um, gonna have a fun show today, guys. I may ha- I may bring in the Anchor Baby for a segment uh, in the next several minutes here, maybe about f- smartphones, smartphones Psh, making us dumb, but they're making updates, universalizing them. That's cool. Nice. We are going on Odyssey. We're gonna talk about uh, Megyn Kelly versus this. HIV journalist. HIV journalist. <sighs> Journalists. Some of the worst people in the world. It's basically in a, a, a synonym for various slurs. Am I right? Um, I would like to s- sort of rehash some interesting, informative Super Chats coffees from uh, Based America First about the climate mess. Did you know that the China virus is coming back? It never really left us. It's endemic, I heard. Or is it whatever? Um, And I may share some other things. I've been meaning to get to this Britney Spears third marriage failure. What a mess. Terrible. Poor Britney Spears. Her bag. Her bag. And, uh... And this based teen, I never, I don't really think I ever played it. Did I play that based teen avoiding the rainbow painted pavement sidewalk thing? So hopefully I'll get to that as well. And your calls, guys, if you would like to call in. Some of you already getting on there, on hold. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on. And some beautiful manly Men's History Month music with the show. One, two. guys doing i am fine wow thank you canadian david canadian david is now a monthly supporter on on the hake report rumble nice did you know that you can be a monthly supporter as well as super chat on rumble.com slash the hake report slash live pretty cool sweet man thanks appreciate the support Oh, man. Oh, I'm wearing a, uh, it looks like a white tee, but it's, so, it's actually off-white. But it looks white. And I'm white, too. So white on white. And I'm wearing it, uh, I don't know, it's, I like the design. I, I'm standing up a little bit so you can see. Um, looks like trees, forest here down below. 
It has a print on this off-white T-shirt. Forest, unfortunately, it's not 100% cotton. Don't ask me why. Oh, you can ask me, but I don't know why. Uh, it's 40% like recycled polyester. But I figure, you know, it's rainy and it's cooler today. It's not as humid. Maybe it's humid, but it's at least cooler, fresher today. Yesterday was hot, muggy, uh, which I think means humid, and raining, like wet. And it was not comfortable. It reminded me of Florida. Hake needs some push-ups, says Rich L. <laughs> Touche. Hake thinks he's white. <laughs> and then uh, on top of this print thing, it has mountains up top. I don't... It, the picture doesn't exactly make sense in terms of it being one single photograph, but it's two combined together. It looks cool to me. Nice. Scenery. Okay, whatever. Okay, let's get right into this. Uh, you know what? Let me call Nick the American Anchor Baby in. I need some, I need some help with this story. Nick, American Anchor Baby. Live at noon Pacific time, which is 2 Central, 3 Eastern. One mountain time, one mountain... S- one o'clock mountain d- daylight time, right? Uh, <laughs> 12 noon mountain standard time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think. No. No. I forget. I have a smart uncle who could tell me. Yeah. We're in daylight time, right? <laughs> so it's noon mountain daylight time right now. But later on, when we fall back, it'll be one again, Mountain Standard Time. Is that today? No, no, no. no. Later when we (laughs) fall back. Uh, It's that, it's, uh, we say that because we ignore Mountain Time because of Arizona. You're welcome. (laughs) Shout out to the people in Arizona. Yeah, they have normal time. Yeah, they don't, they only (laughs) go standard time. Yeah. (laughs) And then we feel like they're the ones who are weird, shameful. The brainwashing goes deep. Indeed. <laughs> so, I read this in Hake News. Um, full text. Full text. And you tell me what, if, how much this makes sense to you. Okay. Call me, call me Nonsense Network. CNN reports, <clears throat> reports this morning. If you're on the fence about buying a new iPhone, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> oh. You may want to take a beat. Apple's fall product launch next month is all but certain to include the iPhone 15. And rumors say it will switch from the lightning charging port to the faster charging USB-C. So I'm like, uh, I like Google what is a smartphone because I'm like, (laughs) because I started to think, oh, then it'll be more standard, kind of like the Android's. Because there's only two types of phones, right? Apples and Androids. But not exactly. There's also like Amazon Fire, which is a guest in the Windows phone. Those aren't necessarily Androids. Or are they? Oh, you're right. I guess they're such little operating (coughs) systems, you don't even think about them. Right. (laughs) Because that's the main difference in the phones. It's the brain, I guess. Yeah. Or no, sorry, but the software. Right. That's why they're called Android or Apple. Yeah. Like it's only two... 
two only game go, games in town. <laughs> oligarchy. Is that oligarchy? Duopoly? Is, I guess. I don't <laughs> know if you can call that about Android, because Android is a different philosophy. They're like... It's uh, open it's source, open right? It's open source, so... And so all kinds of... Di- Samsung makes Androids, but so exactly. does all these other things. And they sometimes re- reskin it or even go further and make their make their product. Right. Meanwhile, well, Apple is like this Garden of Eden. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Terrible. Perfect, perfect is ecosystem. Apple, is Apple supposed to be the forbidden fruit? Because the forbidden know, fruit wasn't like necessarily a, an apple. Right, but I heard it's a pomegranate. Taken out of it. <laughs> oh, it might have been a pomegranate? I heard that once. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so, first sentence. You ever heard of the... Is this an idiom? Take a beat. Don't ask. I'm the. Apparently, I'm the worst at this. I've been starting off my show every day saying, <laughs> "Let's get the show on the roll." That's not true, right? Right. It's good. This show That's on not, the road. Oops. So big, and I keep doing it. But you could call it. <laughs> that could be your idiom or your phrase exactly. because you're rolling exactly out onto the uh, the tarmac. Yeah, the tarmac, <laughs> which is the uh, landing strip, which is the Runway. Correct. Okay. Exactly. What's, People at what's tar- what's it, Why is it called tarmac? Um, I think it's like, as opposed to asphalt. It's like a different oh, ceiling okay. thing and all that. You know okay. what I mean? Like a different material. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, when I hear tarmac, I'm thinking kind of yeah. like tartan track, which oh, is that okay. rubbery, rubbery uh, stuff mm-hmm. that they're making tracks out of instead of dirt. They change that? Yeah, yeah, it's a material used for surfacing roads, uh, in particular the runway of a oh, airport. Okay. Tarmac. So it's kind of like British. a hard concrete because asphalt's too soft. It might be. It'll or get bo- porous, up. I yeah. believe. Yeah, so I think of it as being more like concrete. And, and maybe sealed, some... more sealed in my mind. Okay. But I'm no materials expert. Makes sense. Because those things are heavy. Mm. And they skid. They're meant to skid a little bit. Big time. Right? Yeah. These big old wheels stopping all that weight. Yeah. Yeah, they're skidding on that. I think I have take a beat. I had to look up take, take a, a beat. beat in the uh, dictionary. No, on Google. Google. Take a beat means, did you pick up what it meant? I, that's the thing. I can glean what it means. Oh, okay. It makes sense in context. Yeah, so skip this generation, they're saying, <laughs> of iPhone. Maybe. I had no idea because I, I thought that maybe it meant get right on it, uh. take a beat, get right <laughs> on it, <laughs> or pause for a beat, mm. maybe. That's I guess I that that's what it meant. Right. Okay. Because that's what it actually means. Pause before reacting. Uh-huh. With, and then they give it an example. Whether it's feeling irritated with my toddler or offended upon getting a rude something something in the heat of an argument, frustrated with my toddler or offended <laughs> upon getting a rude text, email, DM in the heat of a, or in the heat of an argument, taking a beat has become one of my best tools in my arsenal. Oh, seems a little specific and personal. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think we'd get a glimpse in this person's life. Oh, it's from a blog, The Power of Taking <laughs> oh, okay. a Beat, and it's from the website becauseimaddicted.net. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. It was the first result on Google. They have good Google, Google analytics. But that's what taking a beat means. Sean references Oxford, which is fake news. Beat means a make, main accent or rhythmic unit in music or poetry. So, so it, yeah, like Hassan says, maybe a musical reference. Take a beat. 
right. taking a beating. See, right. I didn't even take it like that, though. Yeah. When you said it in that article, it sounded like Musical. The, the first one. Yeah. Or at least just taking a moment. Right. So wait until next month, because the fall product launches next month, which is September. Is fall, does fall start in late? St- fall starts in like a month? I think it does. Yeah, so we're in the last third of summer, I guess. But uh, they're saying skip this whole yeah. release. Or what are you saying? No, they're saying... If you're on the fence about buying it, you may want to take a beat and buy next month, I gotcha. guess. Because they're saying Apple's fall, fall product launch next month is all but certain to include iPhone 15. So it sounds like CNN is promoting buying the iPhone 15. Rumors say it will switch from the lightning charging port to the faster charging, they call it, USB-C. I didn't know USB-C charged they faster. Call, they called it faster charging? Yeah. That's funny. CNN. Journalism is dead. Is it taking sides, yeah, taking take, sides for the, on the port supremacy battle. Is that is that? Ac- <laughs> I, I'm holding it. I'm holding these white cords against my yeah. off white t shirt, and you can't distinguish. Let me hold it against the beautiful sky. Yeah, because what is this? Is oh. this is basically big companies fighting for proprietary supremacy? Nick. Yeah. So this is no, USB C port. It has like a hole in it, wider. <laughs> it's it's also thicker, so iPhone. Wonder if the iPhone will get thicker, and then maybe not. And then here's the uh, lightning port thing. But that is something that they have to deal with. Yeah, different port sizes, thickness determine uh, like a lot of the phone. Yeah, minimum sizes, minimum bevels, and that kind of stuff is determined by the size. That you're you're working with millimeters, right? So trippy, crazy. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why Apple kind of came out with the lightning stuff. <laughs> Does fall start in late summer? Uh, asks James Hake. <laughs> Hake was going to camp at the Apple store. No, I'm usually kind of a late adopter. I didn't get my first smartphone until after I started working for Bond for some, maybe like a month. I started, I got a smartphone. And you keep I had a them, flip phone forever. You keep them like nice I keep them a while yeah like uh, you don't ruin and them no protection no protection <laughs> what are you talking about I put what do you mean protection do... what are you talking about <laughs> oh yeah you have no protection either I'm fine <laughs> works for me when I take it to the beach or whatever I'll put a I'll put it in a thing did Hake say trippy <laughs> yeah okay so uh, so that's taking sides? No, but is yeah, it factual <laughs> or not to say that it's faster charging? Um, I think it is factual, but it almost say, it's almost implying like the lightning port can't. But that's been the arms race. It's, it was like lightning. It was like USB 3.1 came out, Gen 2, and they're like, okay, look, it's going to charge this fast. And then yeah. Apple was like, hey, we could do it too. Uh-huh. And so I don't know if it's re- – <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it feels like that a little bit. I it see does. a lot they're of news saying, stories. It does saying – it's saying – well, I don't know if the it's not promoting charging. buying an iPhone 15, but it's towing the I, line for I, sure. I think these companies are like this with the news, the media, yeah. the money goes around, advertising. It was like that prime, it was like that FDA thing with uh, prime energy that you did the other yeah, a while ago. Right. It was an energy drink, and they're saying, oh, it has too much caffeine. Yeah. And so the FDA is cracking down. But it's just as much caffeine as any other energy drink. Right. So it feels like monopoly. But it's targeted toward kids, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> and so you see the the, the they hands. find any angle that they can. <laughs> in my opinion, you see kind of the hands in the in the in True. the background, the puppet masters, the, right? <laughs> Plus, people are people are, who are in journalism are subject to hype. That's true. And they're female minded, and they're they're excitable. 
and they're in their own little world. Right. You could have some tech guy, and he's just in his mind took the side saying lightning. Is, I mean, uh, C is the way to go. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to make a CNN. Or I'm going to write my article about it. So it could be that. I kind of like. See, this iPad takes USB C. No longer, no longer the lightning port. Right. So I think it makes sense that they are going in that direction. Apparently. Oh yeah, for me, like us, it's like. Pick one, please. Right. Like, like make because it you easy. Can't, so nobody can borrow your charger if they don't have a, an iPhone. Correct. And it just makes e- stuff easier. Like, yeah. please, just standardize win it. the war already. Someone win uh-huh. and just supremacy over everything. Right. Everybody has the same port. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Monopolize, please. <laughs> and, you know, as a consumer. You said that it may have something to do with you, your, you, the EU. Oh, you know what? The Europe. So... It, it this is not just the thing is this these companies they're trying to make these proprietary things right yeah and and USB is the universal one and it right. it's been changing over the years and it's been a headache because it keeps changing so much right but it's been the universal one meanwhile apple's saying we got a better solution this is our this is our take mm-hmm. and so the fight is oh look at apple they're so they like taking over everything and we're trying to use the one that's open to everyone. Right. And so that's the fight. Europe, the government in Europe has decided to take sides on this one and say, Apple, you have to use wow. USB-C. Yeah. And so this, this was a while ago. And I think so there's a catalyst to, to the American one. Wow. All that. Yeah. I'll see if I can get you an article confirming it. But yeah, it was a fight in Europe. So ba- basically, they're forcing Apple. Is that socialism? Is that commie <laughs> capitalism? Yeah. Is it uh, for our benefit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I disagree with it. I, I don't know if it. I mean, people New are EU so EU rules. This is the Guardian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Apple to put USB C and iPhones to comply with EU rules. Well, not to justify them doing that. <laughs> yeah. But would my show be somewhat different if I didn't have to disavow all the time? Like. I disavow would never have come about were it not for the oppressive censorship okay. coming down on on everybody and disavow this, disavow that. They're trying to make Trump disavow, uh, David Duke supporting him back in the day. So all of these restrictions, although we may feel that they are unjust and we're more, we more maybe agree with the libertarians more, it's still, people can survive and thrive and companies can get creative and human beings can adapt to mess and messy rules and regulations in a way that wouldn't naturally be but it's still fine right Mm. and you're saying the unnatural part of it are you saying is the government telling you what port you should use right but when you're put when you're given restrictions sometimes you get better yeah you know i i've this is it became an interesting topic that you brought it up because it brings also into um into light for example the consumer and that whole relationship. Yeah. It's like if we make everything easier for the consumer. Uh-huh. If that becomes the number one thing is are you putting by the wayside important things like rights and whatever like kind of what you're talking about? True. Yeah. And so you think about Apple and the whole philosophy of well, they actually don't, the consumer doesn't really know, we know better, uh-huh. and we'll give them a product that'll work. Yeah. You know Apple what I mean? knows better, and the, and the consumers, we make these for idiots. Exactly. So that they don't have to, uh, they can wander any old place, but hit up against a wall so that they don't 
Because Apple products don't really get viruses as much, or do they? I don't think so. And and even in its usability, there's restrictions, and you're on rails. I like to call it like you're yeah. on rails. Uh-huh. It's a guided experience and meant meant for so that you don't mess it up, and yeah. it works for you when you need it to work. But then it's a little bit tougher to customize, and sometimes right. when you want to specialize something. Yeah, and I wonder that assumption in the big tech world. Yeah, which might be a correct assumption in many ways. Uh, how would that is affecting policy and stuff like that? Right. Because it's cr- it's crazy though how much how restrictive they are and they have the wrong morals they don't have morality you know <laughs> they're not Christian you know it's like I, I know a woman who was complaining that or saying that school districts are suing social media companies because kids are getting addicted and mentally ill mm-hmm. school districts not parents wow and the and you know JLP's answer would be the parents are supposed to raise the kids right. And so that way they can protect themselves against uh, the mess that comes with this and social media and all that stuff. But uh, school districts have become the parents. What was my point? Um, Oh, they said they are designing these. They're consulting with psychologists specifically to make these social media things be more addictive. Keep scrolling. What's next? What's next? What's next? And... Hype content, controversial stuff that sparks emotions, anger, mm-hmm. or whatever, or lust, or whatever, and it keeps you involved. Whereas they're not consulting what this lady said was ethicists in order to make their content good for gotcha. the person, too, in addition to keeping them involved. Right. Uh, Maximizing. But I'm like, ethicists? What about Christians? The point is, they're not. And Christians, I mean, like, people with decency and good sense. It doesn't necessarily even have to be a Christian, but it just has to be somebody with decency. Mm -hmm. And these people are not very Christian who are running these platforms, and they have very unchristian values. That's why they promote Black Lives Matter, the LGBT stuff, um, all of this mess that you see promoted in social media, anti-Trump stuff. Oh, make sure you go out and vote. And by the way, Trump is evil. So true. Talk about election. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> hype. Hype. Let's yeah. call it election hype. So much hype. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous amounts. <laughs> yeah. There's that restriction that makes me change my message right. a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's, it, I, I guess you're left almost wondering, for me, it brings up um, governments and stuff having that control versus... Yeah me agreeing with in this particular case right me thinking yeah this is i think the i think for me because i'm thinking about, my, about myself right right i'm Convenience. saying as a consumer this is going to work out for us better yeah. make it usbc it'll work out a lot of things and they'll figure it out and then squaring that with well freedom and stuff like that. right <laughs> but to be honest for me it the comes companies down to are evil and the government's evil the world is evil and so yeah, it comes down They'll to me. For me, what you're saying, uh, who's in charge? Yeah, a decent person telling us we all got to use USB-C. That's all. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. So I I didn't know about the the Europe. It makes sense though. Europe pushing that, mm-hmm. and it's influencing. I mean, China influences Apple and Facebook and all that stuff, and so does the American government and. Mm-hmm. And their employees, their SJW-type employees, who are even worse than the owners. 
Spotify, remember? And uh, yeah. and these uh, book publisher companies, these employees of these book publishers are like revolting against the publisher that whom they work for mm-hmm. because they're going to put out a Jordan B. Peterson book. Jordan B. Peterson, you're overreacting to him? You know you're messed up. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but they're getting go pushed somewhere around else. by the squeaky wheel. <laughs> Crazy. Very true. You know, the last thing too is, or yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like, I've noticed too in this conversation, uh, I guess it's weird to think about when you think about society and the gears moving. The only things that are really moving is where the money is, the consumer market. The right. consumer market is caring about the USB port. Yep. And it's like, let's put everything into it. Let's make sure it's working. Grease the wheels right. Yep. It's got to work. It's got to work. And it's like, <laughs> when you imagine all the things that aren't working. I know. Huh? And the, I'm just kind of thinking, riffing here. And they're, uh, they're trying to manipulate. Everybody's trying to manipulate the consumer market. Yes. The media likes to hype different things to, mm-hmm. to influence people. It majorly influences elections. I mean, I've heard reports that they influence elections by 10% toward the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was like a decades. That's great. I heard that a decade or, or two ago. Yeah. And the government is trying to hype different things. That's why uh, Trump having so much influence just by being himself is kind of refreshing. Totally. I mean, I see. So I saw a crazy report too. It was about uh, politicians who have the most money when usually. Yeah. Just to think about that. That's and, wild. And the paradox. Like money doesn't influence me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. but and yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and the paradox is, is like they're, they're trying to control the consumer market and all that. And yet the paradox is it's our money. We have, you know, it's, know it may be kind of like uh, fantasy to think of this way, but we saw it with Bud Light a little bit and all that. Yeah. The paradox is the, it, the money's in our pocket. We choose where to put it. Like, you know, right. anyways, we choose. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also the big investors. I did investors. quotation marks. Okay. There's these big investors in like these, I got a super chat from Base America First, I think, that said that these uh, Netflix and Hollywood companies, streaming services, they're kind of cooking the books a little bit or mm. hiding, disguising how much streams that a, an individual show gets. So these actors and writers who are, and actresses, unless you're Hassan. Um, <laughs> Let's go. They want their residuals, meaning if, if anybody's streaming, if a whole lot of people are streaming this show that's been out for a while, they're not seeing any money coming in from that, mm-hmm. these writers and actors. So that's why they're striking. But Base America First says they're cooking the books so much that um, if they open up and show what, how much the streams these really are getting, they're, they're pay, the money coming into these, producer, these companies will be less because the investors are going based on, oh, everybody's watching this. Oh, gotcha. it's exciting. But if they open up their... Uh, their books then their investments may go down and then these people's pay some of them will be out of a job because they're not going to be able to get all this funding to make all these productions that nobody really watches it's all inflated Crazy, it's all uh, fake yeah it's all fake literally inflated that's you, wild yeah it's all you got these people <laughs> parading in front of cameras like i said just and then reality yeah they're on like they're on like air. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so funny. That's interesting. So propped up. Yeah. So interesting. You can make Scary. money doing 
out of no value for so, for only for so long. Right. In my, it makes it only just thinking logically here. Yeah, it's uh, it has to gain. kind of fall, right? Yeah. Eventually. And in reality, peop- most of those people are extremely unhappy. Maybe all of Good them. Good point. Yeah, they're just out of control, like like most of us. We need to go bricks. We need to go bricks. The the Brazil, Russia, uh, is it India? They're all getting together, making like a new world economy or whatever. Wow. We need to go bricks way and make real stuff. A real economy is stuff. Okay. Like things, like goods and services. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bitcoin and and inflated Netflix streams. Interesting, (laughs) man. Wild. Yeah. So we want their global homo. Their global homo is <laughs> yeah. better than our global homo. <laughs> At least they can touch it. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Nick. That's American Anchor, baby. He's live Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, n- noonish, uh, <laughs> and then uh, for for an inconsistent amount of time, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Fridays at hit that two, 4 p.m. They hit that two-hour mark pretty consistently. Though, okay, yeah. nice. Two hours. <laughs> and then uh, Fridays, 4 p.m.-ish. Thank you. Unless you were sick. Correct. You feeling better? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right on, man. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. All right, let's get to Chris in Florida, who's on the line. Chris. Thank you for calling, man. How are you doing? Are you there? It's me? Yeah. Is it, is it Hello? Chris? Yes. I'm not in Florida, but, but I, my name is Chris. Oh, where are you from? I'm in Toronto. Toronto, Sorry, maybe Canada. Maybe I said it too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Toronto, Can you hear Florida? Me okay? <laughs> yeah. I hear you fine. Yeah, go ahead. I wish. Um, anyway, maybe I don't. Not right now. It's a little hot over there, I think. Yeah, and humid. Is it humid in Toronto? Uh, yeah, it's like kind of going between, it's getting cold now a little bit, but yesterday was like 30 degrees and really hot. So yeah, it's kind of can't decide what it wants over here. 30 degrees and really hot sounds like centigrade. Celsius. 30 degrees, that's right, centigrade. I don't know what that is. I think that's like a hundred or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's 30 degrees. Yeah. That sounds hot because 20 sounds plenty warm. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, man, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, to pick your brain, talk to you about the whole, uh, Trump won't debate, uh, stuff. Oh, Trump won't debate the rhinos or the people, yeah. not necessarily rhinos, maybe some yeah, of them are Yeah, to be fair, not. they're not all rhinos, right? Yeah. Like Vivek is probably not a rhino, so got to give him sure. credit, I guess. I don't know about Vivek, Vivek, because... I know, I don't either, man. Yeah, two years ago, was it two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. uh, a, what, less than a week after the January 6th insurrection, he was condemning Trump and saying what he did was horrible when, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, it was it was on Twitter. Like people have been digging up his old tweets. Oof. Now oh, he might have been rough. he might have changed he might have sincerely changed his mind and he was just a blind person back then and uh But that's not that that's that doesn't bode well, right? Yeah. It's it's hard that's to That's an automatic deal breaker, isn't it? It is I mean for me there is no question it's gonna I I'm going for Trump. It's still his turn, you know. So I don't, yeah. I don't even care. But yeah. I am, I'm leery of. He strikes me like I told, I told Jesse on his show, like on mm-hmm. Friday, that Vivek Ramaswamy sound seems like a Fox News friendly mm-hmm. faker, talking head. You know. Th- Says the right you know, stuff. so it's it's funny you bring that up. Yeah, because I was looking up. I was just I was just googling before I called you just to see if I could find a good like starting point. 
Uh-huh. And I did. I found the perfect starting point, which is this article from Fox News. Steve Ducey, you know Steve Ducey, right? He's the guy who's always sticking it to, you know, the, the White House press briefing. He's oh, yeah, the guy the in there. son of Peter Ducey, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that Peter Ducey? Uh, Steve Ducey, Peter the guy Peter at the White Ducey. House, is that... The I'm guy not at sure. The White House is that? Oh, geez, I, I didn't even realize. Uh, Peter, I just thought Ducey. Peter Ducey is the son. He he's gained weight. He used to be s- oh, slimmer. Yikes! Yeah, he's the okay, son. So this is Steve Ducey. This is like the you know. This oh, the is older the, guy. The guy. From the, yeah, the older guy. Okay. So it says says Trump is helping Biden by not attending the Fox News debate, and oh. the Fox and Friends who were pretty like sympathetic to Trump, like they seem to like Trump more than like a lot of the other guys on Fox. Right. Um. They're they're kind of ha- having that position, and I just thought that's so interesting. You know, I think that I think I can't I can't understand how anyone could make this argument. Like you said, like for me, it's Trump's turn. He's earned our loyalty yeah. ten times over, yep. and it's not even a question. And so, where I'm at is like, where, like, how should we categorize these people who still think that Trump needs to prove himself? Like, I I know he doesn't, and I know they're wrong. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, how, <laughs> what box should we put these people in? Because because they don't belong in the box with us, that's for sure. It's not even close. And so, like, I can't help but think that, you know, part of my thought has been, like, uh, it's been, like, there's a lot of people who were, and I'll use a big example for this, but, like, Stephen Crowder, for instance, was, uh, like, very much against Trump when he was first running. You know, he wanted Ted Cruz, he wanted wow. maybe Marco Rubio, uh-huh. and all this crap. And then now, after 2016, and after his, only after watching him, yeah. 20, you know, through 2020, did he finally kind of come around and go, okay, well, you know what? He wasn't the worst president. He's actually a really good president. Yeah. And he's sort of gotten more and more pro-Trump as time goes on. But I can't help but wonder, and, and the Tim Pools of the world, that's another good example. Um, I can't help but wonder if these people are all just kind of snakes in the grass that you can't really trust at all. Well, Be- okay. Uh, go, continue. You were about to say something else? Yeah, and just, well, I, just, just kind of finishing my point, but just uh I think you understand where I'm going. It's just like, yeah, I don't know if we can ever really trust these people unless they basically, because what I've noticed is these people will, like they thought they were clever when they were against Trump in 2015, right? They thought that was really clever. Yeah. And now in 2020, they think that they're clever again for like supporting Trump. Right. They never seem to have went, I was wrong. They never seem to have this about face where they just go, I was wrong. I don't even know why. You know, I don't even, I don't even know what I did wrong or then actually figure out what they were wrong about. It's almost like they just kind of hid from that issue and then picked the right position, which is to be pro-Trump now. And so they, you know, they retain their support. They retain their viewership. But really, they don't. I don't know if they ever changed. I don't know if they ever like, you know what I mean? I don't it's follow like, them that closely. Like somebody said, and I, I cannot confirm independently that Vivek, for example, he might have he might have said, oh, this guy, Tim Poole, red pilled me. And Tim Poole himself used to be a liberal. He was just an independent uh-huh. journalist. Still and, is, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's still a liberal. And I don't know, I think of him as a relatively honest, sincere guy, I think. I don't know. Yeah, so do I. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to come down. And I like right. Crowder, too, you know? But, yeah. but although Crowder is, like, way too emotional. But that's a right. thing. <laughs> but, but, like, he comes out and he's like, guys, I'm sorry. I'm like, who are you apologizing to? I right. But, but, but... um but I think the thing about Trump is is that it's like, and actually Milo, when he was on Tim's show a while ago, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh-huh. he made this point about DeSantis. He was like, you guys don't understand. 
DeSantis doesn't stand a chance against Trump. It's not even close. You think right. it's close, but it's not even close. Like the power that Trump represents is is something. Like I think even people who are even a lot of Trump supporters don't even realize what Trump represents. Because I've noticed people will say things like, "Oh, well, you know, he is a bit of a bull in a china shop," and <laughs> people will sort of call it a cult of personality. But I don't think that's true at all. I, I don't agree. think that's true at all. Yeah. I think we're supporting Trump for all the right reasons. Yep, and and not not we're not compromising. We're not making some sort of bargain at all. Yeah, and and so I fight back against that. And anybody who says those things, I just call them out on it. I just think it's uh, I just think what it is 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 these people who had these opinions before they want Trump to debate. Like, here's my first thought: they want Trump to be on that debating stage so that it can look like he's on equal footing with those other candidates when very right. clearly he's not. I was thinking about that this morning, that Trump could see it as sort of a slap in the face, an insult that these people think that they should be able to run against him. He's basically yep. running for re-election. He's, the, he's basically the incumbent because, right. you know, it's still his turn. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, understand, I understand the thinking of the other people, and I know that there are guys— you ask what type of box we should put people in. I say we don't put them in a box. We don't, it's not <laughs> yeah. really our concern, you know? Uh, well, I wouldn't want to permanently put them in any box. True. But I do want to tell the truth about their position right now. And I don't want to give it any credence because I want, like, yeah. I noticed, like, that's a, that's a big thing is, like, people want to, they seem to want to be able to be like, oh, well, you know, Trump's pretty abrasive. So, like, <laughs> we got to try to bring people into the fold. I'm with you on that totally wrong yeah i think you should just tell the truth and I, that's the only concern people said that he shot himself in the foot with his tweets and stuff like that or they didn't they like were, his tweets i loved his tweets a lot of they them, were always wrong about it every time yeah and like, just by the poll like by the support he got they were wrong every time people were thinking that he was going to start a nuclear war he's he's the only president who didn't start a, a new, an entire new war i thought and, i think i heard yeah, and that's why whenever I hear people like these moderate sort of people who used to be against Trump and now they're sort of pro-Trump, when I hear them still say things like, yeah, well, he is like, he's kind of a narcissist and like, maybe he does a lot of this stuff just so that, like, just for himself, really, it's not so much for the country, but like, so what, it's, you know, works out all the same. I no. I, I think those people are, are horribly wrong and I think they're just as, I honestly think they're just as evil as a, as a straight out Democrat. I just don't think there's any, you I've, know, I... I I, I believe, like, I agree with Jesse when he says, like, if you have one iota of anger, you have no love. And I think that's basically these people. Like, yeah. They put on a good face. And, and, you know, that's part of my thing. It's, like, really easy to seem more reasonable than, like, Chuck Schumer. You <laughs> I know. know. It's yeah. really easy. And that's not True. an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you said something that, that I wanted to mention. Oh, yeah. His sincerity and Trump's... People are like, oh, he wanted power. He wanted to stay in power. He wanted he wanted to destroy democracy. He wanted to save the republic. He wanted to... He loves America. Like, there's no question in my mind that he loves America and is doing this because he, he likes... He's one of those boomers who saw America transform, and he went along with the transformation like a good liberal. He's a New York yeah. liberal, you know? But he's mm -hmm. still an independent thinker and he still has a little bit of old schoolness to him so he wants to get it, it back on track and he's a capable man of you know he's a man of competence and strength and yeah. confidence 
you know, I know that, like, I know that, like, especially, like, Americans on the right, they want to, like, have these phrases, like, he loves America and stuff like that. But to your point about not putting people in boxes, you know, I think it's pretty irrelevant. The question is, like, is he he acting acting based on and telling the truth? Yeah. Or is he not? It's really that simple. Yeah. And I mean, like, because at the end of the day, this whole, like, love America thing, what it ends up, it's just like racism. It ends up allowing people to call someone evil without actually having to prove that they did anything wrong at all. How so? Explain. Well, it's like, it's like that's how, like, like Jesse would say, we don't need the word racism because we already have a word called evil. So yeah. we don't need this word called racism. And it really doesn't matter why people do evil. The point is, like, they have hatred in their hearts and so they can't help themselves. And so. Yeah, he is a, a man of love. Maybe you could just put it at that because he treats yeah. he treats like Kim Jong Un well. He treated uh, that uh, Ukrainian guy well. <laughs> he, I, I tr- uh, you know, James, James. I think like I don't even even I don't think I fully appreciate what Trump is. Yeah, uh, it's just like Jesus. Like I, it's easy for me to say that if Jesus came back, that I would be the one like standing up in his defense. Right, but even his own disciples disowned him yep so i don't even know that i would be strong enough to not do that so i think it's presumptuous to say that you would be and so like i think like i sort of sit in awe of trump and um and he's proven himself to be right like so many times and even when i thought he was wrong you know like bombing certain countries and things like that and still to this day there's things that i think that maybe he's wrong about and still wrong about like vaccine stuff yeah but i i almost just like still have a wait and see attitude about that stuff because I'm sick of, like, I, I don't want to, like, you know, I think I might be wrong about those things. I don't know. People have Jesus in a box. And oh, yeah, so time. they think that they know what Jesus is like. Even liberals, liberals are some of the worst. <laughs> oh, you oh, you're not so being crazy. very Jesus-like. And they that's have so no crazy. idea what they're talking about. It's <laughs> great. I, when Satan tells you what Jesus would do. I know. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, man. Great point. Yeah. All right, man. Well, anyways, I'll let you go. Get All right. callers and whatnot. Yeah, what's stuff like over there in Toronto? Like... What are your politics like? I mean, in your country. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you know what my politics in like, Canada are like. But oh, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's. Um, I mean, politics you know, that you're having to live in. That's what I mean, but not yours. Yeah, you know, you know, the truth is, is like I've sort of like I've gotten almost involved in like a couple of political groups here. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Owen Benjamin. Yeah. You know how he has like the Bears, so they have these groups everywhere, and there's one in Ontario, like a pretty big one. Okay. And that's the, that's the province, the state that Toronto is in. Yeah. Um, and I sort of got involved with them a little bit. And, like, they're decent people and everything. Um, although a lot of them are Catholics, you know, <laughs> praying for them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, Funny. But I just never found that I fit in any of these groups. And I've realized there's a reason for that. And it's because, like, I don't really care about the politics at all. I feel like it almost doesn't matter what the politics are. Um, and, you know, like, yeah. I'll bring up this thing because I've been thinking, I just realized this recently. You know, a lot of people, and I used to believe this, I, I almost want to say, like, yesterday I believed this, that if I could go outside the city and meet a girl, because, you know, you date in the city and you meet these girls and you just, like, it's just like, oh, my God, there's just no, there's just no way. They're so, they're so insufferable. It's just, it's just beyond comprehension. But then you think, well, if I went outside the city to the country, then I could meet, like, a you know, like a good Christian girl or someone who hasn't been corrupted by all of this stuff. But the reality is, is that the parents of those children have been no better than the parents in the city of these children. They haven't at all. Right. 
Yeah. You know, and I and by the way, that brings me to this other thing about how now all of a sudden like the Republicans are all up on how the parents are like standing up for their children uh against all this like really crazy uh you know, like the whole um transgender stuff and all that stuff. In the schools and, that they're teaching, yep. Yeah, in the schools and like so now this the the whole argument is like, well, you know, the these parents are standing up for their children and they love their children and I just <laughs> don't know if I've believe that that's really true yeah and I, I say that because i'm trying to be nice to them because i think that they are seeking obviously but i actually wonder if they're actually seeking i wonder if they're not just again like my point before about these other people if they're not just again finding a way to call themselves clever yeah when really they should be finding a reason to call themselves humble instead i mean i know they're trying to defend their kids and so it's a very real thing in their face right now that they're trying to address um, like, let's say your daughter was being forced to compete against a, a male. Right. Um, and so you'd want to be addressing that, like, bigger fish to fry. But um, I think I look back, like, 10, 15 years, and these, these parents, like, they just walked right into these issues. And there have been many issues, and they, don't, they haven't addressed any of them. They want to watch American Idol. They want to they watch NASCAR. No offense to that. But, they, you know, they want to do all these things, and they're basically hiding from all these issues. And so when I see, like, the right pumping up the right-wing parents as though, like, we're good and they're bad. I just don't think that's true at all. I just don't, I just don't see how that's true at all. I think we all walked right into this. I agree. All together. It rem- it's like what JLP does, says about these people. They're just, they're just, they just found something else to be mad about. They're devils exactly. fighting, you know? They're not... Exactly, devils they, fighting, yeah. They should have been protecting their children from the public schools for the last 30 years already in the first place. It, by now, they should have known better than to send their children to these degenerate public schools. But most exactly. people aren't paying and attention. The, yeah, and parents if you, don't care. And now, imagine because they think they know something now. Now, if you go to tell them, "Hey, but what about the public schools twenty years ago?" Right. They they would honestly look at you like, "What are you talking about?" They wouldn't yep. even know. And because they think they have a position that they that they know to be true on this issue, now their minds are closed. Yeah. to ever hear anything about that stuff. So, so again, like to me, it's just like proof six ways from Sunday that that um, they're all kind of walking the wide road. You know, most of the time, you know, I'm, I'm usually uh, kind of critiquing Christians as far as Christianity goes than ever critiquing atheists. Because I, t- I think like, I think like Christians have basically, they're all worshiping, they all worship Jesus as though he's an idol. Yeah. And like, I hear them say these things, uh, you know, they, they just say these words and they just like repeat these phrases and you, know, you just have to believe in Jesus as your savior and then it's all over. And I'm, I just I just look at them and I just think, I can't believe that they believe that. It's just amazing to me. Well, the side of good is has been losing because the side of good isn't really good. Like we're just a cheaper version of the evil people. You know, yeah. just, you know I have a lot more to say about that, uh, James, but I won't. I won't burden with you with it today. Um, I guess I'll probably call back because I think that's a pretty uh, long conversation. But I think yeah. I think that the physical world doesn't really exist and that it's all spiritual. And that's why when we think, like you guys were talking about, like winning versus like the market, if they're making money, losing money, all this stuff, who's making money? Yeah. And they're really not, they're not winning or losing at all because it's all physical. Interesting. Yeah, true. Yeah, it isn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. Chad is last quick question. Chad is asking if you have children. No, I do not. No. Okay, nice man. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. your call. Great call, Chris. Okay, man. Thanks, man. All right, take care. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. What a mess. 
Jeff is in Louisiana on the line. Jeff. Oh, no, he's not on the line. He hung up. Oh, he got disconnected. Jeff in Louisiana wanted to talk about Trump not debating either. Interesting that Trump is not debating. Makes It just makes sense, honestly. Uh, speaking of the transgender madness going on, let me talk about Megyn Kelly versus this HIV journalist on this particular transgender guy. Dude. Person. Silly dude person. Um, I have this in the folder there, Hassan. Uh, several tweets. By several, I mean a ton. Benjamin Ryan, perhaps not a Christian, tweeted, and this person has a blue check on Twitter, which doesn't, thankfully, it doesn't mean much nowadays, which I like. Doesn't necessarily mean they're a liberal journalist <laughs> or a public figure. Megan Kelly tells me she has no intention of calling so-called trans women, he doesn't say so-called, I put that, anything other than men posing as women. And he's quote-tweeting Megan Kelly. M-E-G-Y-N. Kelly. You know that former Fox News lady gal who's uh, went up against Trump <laughs> in that first debate uh, way back, or one of the early debates back in 2015, 2016? She says, correct, and will continue to. And she's talking about not all trans women, but uh, this particular so-called trans woman. Uh, interestingly, Bernard, Claston Bernard, who has called into JLP and Hague before, been a guest on JLP, actually. A Jamaican man who's become American. Are you serious? What is she supposed to call XY? Meaning men. XY. Chromosomes. Makes a man, right? Says Claston Bernard. Some guy, Richard Hanania, says, Thank you for your health and science reporting. I shudder to think where health and science would be without work like this. <laughs> All sarcastic. Because, oh, Megyn Kelly won't call trans women anything other than men posing as women. But that's not exactly what, what uh, Megyn Kelly said. And this guy is an HIV reporter. I'll tell you how I got that information. HIV journalist. HIV is that disease or something, virus, that gives people AIDS, which uh, happens disproportionately in the, uh, among the people who are really not morally straight, just doing this off-the-deep-end nasty stuff, right, frequently. Or needle-sharing, needles, drug u- abuse, stuff like that. <sighs> but anyway... Megyn Kelly said, here's, the, uh, here's her quote tweet, correct and will continue to, and she was saying correct and will continue to, to Benjamin Ryan. I'm, I'm presenting this backwards. I'm presenting it to uh, let it unfold the way it unfolded for me when I came across it. Quote tweets Benjamin Ryan, this journalist guy, probably not a Christian, saying, this is how Megyn Kelly speaks about a transgender person. Okay. So this so-called transgender person, she will continue to talk about this particular transgender person that way. And Benjamin Ryan assumes to say, going back to what he said, she has no intention of calling trans women anything other than men posing as women. She didn't say that's how she's going to treat all the transgenders. She said that that's how she's going to treat that transgender. And which transgender is that? Let's go to this number three. 
Benjamin Ryan quote tweeting Megyn Kelly. Uh, this is Joe Biden's rep, a man posing as a woman, a woman, and not convincingly, so says Megyn Kelly, right? Which I disavow it <laughs> for the sake of my channel, I guess. Uh, I don't know if that's enough of a disavowal to not get us not to get a strike. Uh, endorsing the idea of scrubbing the term woman for egg producers, egg producers, and they don't produce any eggs, do they? They already they only have. All the eggs that they have, this is a side note, right? I learned from uh, Stefan Molyneux that a woman, a, young, a little girl, when she's born, baby girl is born with all the eggs she'll ever have. Is that true? And then she doesn't produce anymore. So she's not an egg producer. God produced the eggs in the woman, and then she doesn't produce anymore. Right? Something like that. Anyway. So jealous he can't be a female. Whoa. How do, Megan Kelly's a journalist, too. A female one, right? She's this kind of feminist. So jealous he can't be female. He wants to erase those of us who are. It's a no. And she's sharing this Daily Mail article. Oh, I forgot. Oh, sorry, kids. Ladies and gentlemen. Apologies. Maybe I'm not sorry, but I'm dealing with regret right now. Forgive me. Pardon me. I neglected to censor the picture. Normally I censor the faces. Biden's trans health secretary praises Alaska gender affirming clinic is the headline from Daily Mail. And apparently the article goes on to say he doesn't want to use the term women. He wants to use the term egg producers and uh, stuff like that. Wow, there's a so-called gender affirming clinic in in uh, Alaska, gender affirming. If you don't already know, which you probably already already know, all all know, that's a euphemism for affirming the the uh, delusion, not affirming the actual gender, affirming the delusional version of the gender. Now, um, I I'm sorry. I meant to cover that face. I meant to cover it. <laughs> But that's uh, Richard Levine. He changed his name to Rachel Levine, I guess. <laughs> anyway, that's enough. You can take that down. <laughs> uh, sort of, to me, I, oh, no! <laughs> I did censor this one. <laughs> okay, show the 5A. Show, this is the person who's making this assumption that Megyn Kelly will refer to all the transgenders that way, which maybe it is a fair assumption, but I don't know. Health and science reporter Benjamin Ryan, contributor to New York Slimes, NBC News, The Guardian, TRF, whatever that is, other bylines, Washington Compost, The Atlantic. He's a cancer survivor, a Columbia grad, a journalist, he calls himself, New York City, BenRyan.net. So uh, his pinned tweet, oh, he post his picture, show it for only five seconds, on surviving, a thread on surviving cancer from uh, July 30th, 2023. Today marks one year since I completed my final chemo cycle. And he looks relatively young. So he got cancer at like a young age. He might be younger than Hake. Or he keeps his, his face cleaner than Hake or something. This uh, year has been arduous yet reward. And he shows a picture of himself in like a 
singlet or something. Uh, anyway, okay, take that down. But anyway, he congrats on uh, surviving cancer for now. That's him. Uh, go to well. Okay, let me t- read you to you about him. This type of guy who's like a a gender Nazi, <laughs> a mis a delusional gender Nazi. He wants to go after Megyn Kelly, apparently, or, like, highlight the fact that she doesn't go along with that mess, right? After six years of volunteer work in the HIV field beginning 1995 when I was in high school in Seattle, I started my journalism career reporting on that epidemic. That was the AIDS epidemic. Editor-at-large at at HIV Plus and then Pause Magazine and its sister publications, Something Something in Cancer Health, covered science of HIV, viral hepatitis and cancer. In my investigative work, I had... I exposed in The Guardian, which is a far-left foreign outlet, Governor Rick Scott of Florida, his administration for overseeing the effective blocking of $70 million of government taxpayer money, right? Supposedly taxpayer money, to combat Florida's HIV crisis. So Rick Scott was blocking $70 million of uh, welfare money for the mostly radical homosexuals, right? Because HIV is mostly radical homosexuals getting that, right? And then drug abusers. Needle users. Um, and then he, sh- he went in NBC News. How right-wing scrutiny of transgender care in Tennessee led Governor Rick Lee to axe $8.3 million in HIV funds. So this is like major money going to uh, help the... Uh, not morally straight to live longer, wronger. Uh, I also broke new ground in the narrative behind Harvey Weinstein's Weinstein. You know that movie mogul producer guy who got Me Too'd? He was the original Me Too victim. <laughs> uh, if you want to call him the victim. Some of you guys might call him a Me Too monster where the women and the gays were accusing men mostly of uh, harassing them or assaulting them in the S-wordual way, sexual way. Uh, He had questionable financial dealings with some HIV charity. I assisted in a Times investigation into nursing homes that are hotbeds of highly fatal drug-resistant fungal infection. Well, that sounds good. Good for him. Watch out for those nursing homes. Graduated cum laude, top quarter of the class. Thank you for explaining that. I never knew what that meant. Uh, from Columbia University. My work has received multiple awards from the Association of LGBTQ Journalists. Oh, no, that's what he is? Some of you guys may already have picked up on that. I had my suspicions, but I don't know. I didn't want to make any assumptions. Crazy. Ooh. All kinds of awards. Oh, he also, uh, oh, look at this. He got an Excellence in Profile Writing Award for his 2020 article in the far-left extremist foreign outlet, The Guardian, about how the HIV epidemic prepared Dr. Anthony Fauci, phony Fauci, fangirl of Hillary Clinton and uh, Rachel Maddow of MSLSD News. That Fauci is like 80-something years old, Italian short. Pretty fit for an 80-something-year-old, right? That's good. Good for him. But we're not sure how much we trust him. And he seems to 
lie to protect the public, <laughs> supposedly, maybe. Uh, the HIV pro- epidemic prepared Fauci to battle COVID-19, according to this guy. <laughs> he got an award for that. Excellence in writing, profile writing. Interesting. Oh, this is terrible. He's often a guest on Sirius Satellite Radio, spoken with NPR, far left, somewhat publicly funded NPR, National Public Radio. Uh, Dan Savage's Savage Love Podcast. No! Dan Savage is this, is this guy who, I played a clip of him from like 10 years ago, saying that we should uh, do mandatory, pipe dream, he was joking a little bit, do mandatory abortions to uh, decrease the overpopulation. Crazy. So, that's that guy. That's, uh, let's go, move on, let's, let's get a relief and look at Megan Kelly. A, a slightly more normal, attractive woman. <laughs> Happily married to Doug. Crazy in love with my children. Yates, Yardley, and Thatcher. What, a na- what names? And she's a journalist, too. Oh, no, don't be a journalist, Megan Kelly. <laughs> M-E-G-Y-N. I've always found that spelling of her name interesting. But isn't that so much... If you... I mean, if you gotta have a female journalist, at least be a mildly attractive one and a little bit more normal. Isn't that sort of refreshing after seeing that person's profile? Ah. Ah. Normalcy. Uh, But I just want to... The, one of the main things that stuck out to me was that she didn't say that's how she's going to refer to all the transgenders. She's referring to this one guy who's trying to manipulate, and she's making an assumption that he's jealous of women, which maybe there's, I think the correct word it would be envious, right? Jealousy means of something that you already have, you don't want to lose it. Envious means something that you don't have, and so he's envious of women. But people use jealousy when they really mean envy, Right? Right, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Super Chatters. Um, man, we're over the top of the hour. And I, so that's sloppy logic on her part, because she's assuming that Richard, so-called Rachel, I know, I'll get to the music, um, Levine, not a Christian, is jealous of women or envious of women, but no. Not necessarily, he just, wants, he just wants to be calling them egg producers, <laughs> which is probably not accurate either. Uh, and then the other thing uh, is the other guy who's, who, I prof- who my profile, the HIV journalist, which I'm using it kind of as a euphemism, but it's what he is. He's done much journalism on HIV. Uh, he made ass, an assumption that she would re- universally always only ever refer to tra- all so-called transgender women as men pretending to be women. When she said she, can, she plans to continue to refer to Richard as a man pretending to be a woman. So that's an example, two examples of journalists jumping to false conclusions. And you hear that all the time with how they treat Trump. They said, oh, all Mexicans are not rapists. Hey, thanks. He zoomed in on her beautiful face. <laughs> She's married. She has children already. Too old. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they, they do that with Trump. 
And Trump didn't say most of the stuff that they assume. A lot of the stuff that Trump said is accurate and truthful. And they called it lies or or not the whole truth. Like if they tell the whole like as if they tell the whole truth. They don't tell the whole truth. So uh not very, not very uh, high-quality journalism, if you ask me. You're supposed to be a little bit more logical, but I guess that's journalists' job is to deceive with facts and misread and mis, uh, misinterpret. It's true. <sighs> okay, I'm going to get to more of your calls, guys, but it's Men's History Month, and it's time for some beautiful music. This is a Manly Stavesacre song, <laughs> if there is such a thing. It's called Night Town. All one word. Night Town. No spaces. It's from the 2000 album Collective. It may be from a prior album because Collective collective I, col- collected a few different albums, but it also had some new tracks. N- new at the time of the year 2000. I hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. Cover your ears, press mute, or grin and bear it. Or go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, board up the windows for Tropical Storm Hillary, and I'll be right back. And uh, fireproof your house if you're in Canada or, or Maui. Maybe it's too late. We wish you well. The rest of our two coming soon. Night Town, Stavesacre.
this sounds good. Be still and cringe. No one knows if tomorrow is going to come. Godsmack? Jane's Addiction? Hake is the cringe king. New metal. Oh no. DOD? No. They're contemporaries though. Christian Avenged Sevenfold. POD was Christian, yep. Duran Duran? Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. I'm going to get right to your calls after these super chats over on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. And I mention it so that you know where to go. Lin Yen Chin with a couple of supers. Did you see how dense Craig's emotional constipation was after he went tangent after tangent in trying to protect that 68-year-old effeminate heart of being emotionally bound to Mama's view of the Bible stories? Mouth breathers are all insane like that. And he's referring to a caller on the JLP show. Man, how come... Oh, are you doing this on Streamlabs because JLP doesn't have Streamlabs anymore? Lin Yen Chin? Just curious. Because he super chats about JLP show on the Hake Report, but at least I'm reporting on it the same day as the J.C. Lee Peterson show show. Maybe that's why... I don't know. Lin Yen Chin... How, you ever heard of buymeacoffee.com slash JLP talk, Lin Yen Chin? <laughs> but thank you, man. Um, I did notice, I did notice, just to answer your question, toward the end of the uh, JLP show, there was a caller named Craig who uh, talked about revelations and stuff like that with JLP. It was an interesting call. Check it out. JLPtalk.com for the links on how to find his... Uh, episode, audio podcast, as well as the video replay. Thank you, man. Yeah, people jump around, and they're like, get argumentative, and it sounds like Jesse's, in their mind, Jesse's arguing with them, but he's not. He's trying to get them to answer these questions, and he asks questions to get them to see themselves, and to see, help them to see. That's his uh, main stated goal when talking with anyone. It's not an ego battle. And it's not a prove myself right or prove you wrong battle. So, one of the things that I appreciate and have caught on in watching JLP. 
Nice. Uh, Lin Yen Shin says, You suffer whenever you apologize for anything. Apologizing is the opposite of letting go, also known as forgiving. Apologize for hating if you want, but that's how liberals justify destroying you in your apology for making them feel bad. Don't apologize, forgive, says Lin Yen Shin. Okay. Nice, man. Oh, yeah, he takes issue with JLP's understanding of the English language and abuse of it. <laughs> and he mentioned that, uh, he mentioned in church yesterday, Lin Yen Chin did, about such and such being distractions, kind of like JLP's faulty grasp of the English language is a distraction. So yes, I encourage you, Lin Yen Chin, to overcome being distracted by JLP's not saying things quite accurately. You may fall into the trap, the same trap that, uh, Joe from Phoenix, Arizona, has fallen into by, by, for example, Jesse saying most blacks are violent and stuff like that and criminal or something like that. I don't know if JLP says that. But it's, it's not like more than 50% committing or at least can being convicted for committing violent crimes. It's not more than that. It, by most, it might, he might mean the most or most in a, in a spiritual, spiritual uh, violence, if, if there is such a thing. I don't know exactly what he means by it, but uh, instead of asking what he means, he assumes and goes, you're wrong, it's not true. And he's all mad at JLP for saying most blacks are, I, I, I hesitate, I shudder to repeat it. I'm going to have to disavow it. Mentally R-worded, R-E-tarded, Ray. <laughs> Uh, and as an example, you talked about the out-of-wedlock births and things like that, which is just a symptom. It's just a symptom. Okay? It's, it's not the, it's not the uh, proof, but it's the symptom. And the voting and all that stuff, I think that it's a, uh, in a manner of speaking, it's a fair statement, but uh, he's intellectual, so he's hung up on uh, the words and missing the message. He's a blind person. So don't. So just a fair warning to Lin Yen Chin. I appreciate you, man. In in case it applies, right? But thanks, man. That's cool. For the super chats. And I'm caught up on the coffees. I do believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I guess I should log in in case there were any private ones. Uh, let me just double check over on. I mentioned Canadian David's a monthly supporter on Rumble. That's cool. Thank you, man. Rumble.com slash The Hake Report slash live for my live feed. Okay, cool. Let me get to Tony in California on the line. You can call in 1-888-775-3773. 888-775-3773. Put a one in front of it if you want to dial from in from overseas using Skype. Tony in California, thank you for holding, Tony. How are you doing? Are you there? Come off of mute. Tony the Boomer. Are you a Boomer or are you Gen Xer? Cannot hear you. Tony, go on once. Tony going twice. Tony's out of there. We'll check on Tony. 
Boomer. He was on hold for 24 minutes, which uh, a lot of people are on hold for 24 minutes, and they're ready, but this one is not ready. Very common. Okay, let me try again. Tony in California, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Doing fine. Did you have me on mute? No, 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 no. I had stepped away for a second. I had a customer to deal with, but now I'm back at you, sir. Oh, okay. Well, technically speaking, that was more than a second, but I appreciate it. I'm glad you got. Yes, I'm glad you took care of your customer. Yeah, yeah. You know, customers first. You know. Yeah, I do. But the, but the thing is, the reason I called today is to inform you and your listeners to to embrace yourselves and get ready for a, <laughs> a nasty, nasty ride. Embrace ourselves or embrace ourselves. Embrace yourself. Embrace like hug ourselves. Well, that doesn't sound right. Well, the thing is, what's about to go down? We're gonna need to. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to hug each other after a while. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it, it, it's about to go down. You got. You got Russia. You got China. You got Saudi Arabia. You got North Korea, and you got uh, Africa, the continent of Africa, and they are all working together to come with a, up with a new currency. And once they develop this currency, I forget what they call it, brick or something like that. Oh. The American dollar ain't going to be worth the paper it's printed on. What makes you say and, that? Well, if you do your research, sir, if you do your research, American dollar is really not worth a whole lot today anyway. But once this merge come together, it's going to be, it will, our economy will collapse to a point that we've never seen before. And that dollar bill? So you meant brace ourselves, meaning get ready, hold on tight. Yes, get ready, sir. But but that's not embrace, just so you know. Okay, okay. Well, brace yourself. Okay. Brace yourself. I accept. But the thing is, it's a ride that we is not prepared for. It's a ride that we don't want to see. And it's going to be a ride that's going to cause each and every individual in the United States to go up against each other because we're going to be starving, we're going to be hungry, and we're going to be desperate. Wow, that's... Because the the dollar bill won't be worth nothing. That sounds like a gloomy... That's a gloomy prediction, man. Whose fault is that? If you you research it, you, you can see for yourself what is about to happen in a few more months maybe probably by the middle of next year. Uh, we are in trouble. So you're scared of... What's wrong with America that we didn't protect ourselves uh, from whatever else is going on in the world? Well, the thing is, when Obama was in office <laughs> and, and um, Gaddafi was doing the same thing for Africa, and that's the reason why... Obama and Hillary Clinton killed Gaddafi. Oh, because they were making an independent... They were breaking... Is this have to do with the petrodollar? Yes. You can only buy and sell uh, oil in uh, U.S. dollars? Well, right. And that artificially props up the... uh, That artificially props up the dollar? They're going into gold. It won't be no more paper, nothing. It's going to be... 
it could be they go, it's off the minerals of your land, and we don't have that here. We don't have minerals on our land. We don't have much minerals. Oh, you're no. talking about in terms of like gold. Gold, yes, yes. But That's isn't that main. isn't that kind of a? I don't know. We we'll adapt. We can. We will. We will okay, survive. Okay, adapt. Okay, adapt. I mean, okay. what can you do, what can you or I do about what Putin's going to do? That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. We're going to be in desperate needs after a while, and then they're making all these food products like the. How chicken. did you? They, who who told you this? Because you're never on the the uh, e- economic kick. You're usually on the minute, anti-white minute, story wait minute, kick. Wait a minute. Wait. 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 Mm-hmm. How do you know when I'm on, brother? When you That's call in. I when, to you. I'm not That's talking about... I'm, I'm to you with it. Right. I'm just talking about when, when you call in, normally you're on uh, well, a kick true, yeah, about some this, white this person is doing wrong. for your listeners to get prepared for. What, what should we is, do? What shall we do to prepare? Uh, hey, all I got to do is hey, use your common sense and do some research. I'm not going to give you all the answers. I'm just telling y'all to prepare yourself. How do you... Just pre- like I told... Just like I said, prepare yourself for that Hillary hurricane that, <laughs> yeah. that came through there and messed up Tino, messed up Indio, wow. messed up the South border and L.A., parts of L.A. I did not know that it messed up Chino and Indio. Yes. Oh, yeah. Chino was off the... Chino got flooded out. Wow. Yes. I saw some blacks yes. dancing in the street that was flooded, and... uh I'm like, okay, cool. And then there's some of them were swimming with their head underneath the water. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that yeah. looks fun. Yeah, I've seen that too. And I then, and then too. somebody also, said, who's going to tell them? I'm like, tell them what? Right. And then I looked in the replies, and they said, oh, there's poop in that water. Well, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Potentially. The thing is, even 58 got messed up. Highway 58. 58? Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's one, yeah. Of the, one of the. That's one of the routes you used to drive on your truck when you trucked. Yes. Yes, that's one of the roads my drivers use as well. What do you do to prepare? What do I do to prepare? Yeah. I can't tell y'all all that. Oh, uh, <laughs> darn. <laughs> I can't tell you all that. I didn't, want your pri- I didn't want any personal private information. I just wanted well, to, that's in how, general. That's all I can tell you. How about all this? All I got to do is say, you better invest. That's all you got to do is invest. Okay. Start investing. That's all I got to say. But invest wisely, not, not foolishly. Not foolish. Do your research. I always say it. I tell you, I tell my children, I tell my family members, research and invest. Are, are those guys wrong for doing that stuff? Was God, was Gaddafi wrong for trying to uh, go independent? He was looking out for his country yeah. and his continent. Yeah. And the same thing now, what they doing with Russia, China, Africa, Saudi Arabia, North Korea, and and I think uh, some more, uh, like France and Britain, yeah. all of them, they are going against the United States. This will definitely harm us well, to a point that we've never seen before, bro. Now, I think that they wouldn't be able to or they wouldn't even necessarily want to harm us if America were sturdy and trustworthy and our dollar w- were strong and our, yeah. our money was strong. But when was America ever trustworthy? I don't know. Ask the Indians, ask the Japanese, ask the Germans, ask the blacks. I mean, come well, the on, blacks bro. are not an honest. They're not. Those are not a good witness. Okay, They're not a good you witness. Go, <laughs> then you want to go all the way to degrade the blacks? No, no I'm just saying. I'm not degrading you. I'm just. 
I'm just pointing out how degraded they already are. That they're not necessarily they trustworthy. They're all degraded. Huh? Blacks are rising in this country, bro. Okay, whatever. But I'm I'm just making the point that uh, under Trump we had a stronger economy. Under, no, you didn't. That's yeah, Obama. Did. The, that's Obama economy. Oh, Everything Lord. Trump did was already done before him. He before he got in office. All he did was ride on top of it. That's it. He got rid of regulations. Don't you know about regulations being a little bit burdensome? Yeah, and how much harm did that cause, bro? Not much. Yes, it did. Nope. Oh, yes, it did. No, I don't oh, buy it. Oh, yes, it did. Well, I know you don't want to buy it, but it's the truth and the light. Let it shine. <laughs> You're one to talk about truth and light. You call in. Every time you call in, you make some lie up. No, see, then you, then you want to see. You always kind of no, it's true. degrade me. I'm it's not, not degrading you. I'm pointing out if how I'm degraded you, you are. If I'm lying to you at this, at this conversation, anything I said to you was a lie. Um... You mentioned about no. how blacks are rising. They are rising. In which way? In what Black. sense? In what sense? Yeah. In all senses, as far as the cost, of, as far as living, as far as the able, as far as education. How about morality-wise? Who's perfect, brother? No, 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 no. Are they improving? Are they rising? Because you are either yes, rising or yes, you're declining yes, morality-wise. Yes, they are improving in all aspects of life. Morality? Yes. How, yes. how do you figure? Uh, man, come on, man. I can't just, just pinpoint all the aspects of it. No, but no, the thing but in one sense, in what sense is, uh, what is one example of blacks' morality improving? And, and, and being kind and helping people. <laughs> no, we always that's not true. The ones that always want to help others. But no one no, wants to No, they're vicious us. and vindictive. They they want to get the whites and compl- and uh, try to get reparations no, for no, something see, that they you owe us. Understand what they, you got to understand one thing. Mm-hmm. This is God's law. You weep what you sow. It I know, but that's not... trying to be vindictive. If you weep it, what y'all sow. Re- so they come back at you for what the evilness y'all done to these people of this country. So are blacks going to reap the viciousness that they have sown? They, what vicious did they so? What who, who they ever made a what human beings have they ever made a slave? I think that, I think years. that they're already For reaping. Four hundred years. Four hundred years. What <laughs> have they kept to captivity and didn't give them one dime? <laughs> didn't allow them to read. Didn't allow them to stay in their family. Didn't separate them from birth. What people did we ever do that to? Nobody. To this day, huh? To this day, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Asmador has a super chat saying blacks are rising in criminal behavior, illiteracy, and begging. That's, that's lies. That's all lies. That's lies. It's white folks. In the red states, you got more murders, you got more crime in red states than you do blue states. I know, do because red states? states have a lot of blacks in them. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. Look at that. We, we're looking at the, at the Europeans that, that got all these these hate groups that came up. It's more hate groups than America has ever seen before in its history. Whatever, man. And you got you got one of your proud boys, one of your friends is on the run right now because he don't want to face the music or going to prison. You need to call him and tell him to turn yourself in. Who is that? And that's your friend. Which which proud boy friend of mine? You know who he is. I, I don't want to call his name on, on the airways like this. Oh. But you know who he is because he's your friend. You you sit there and dine with him. You sit there and Enrique, with him. 
You're talking about Enrique Tario? No, not Enrique. It's another one. Oh, the there's one somebody who, somebody who I personally know? Okay. Well, I, yes, you, since you, you don't want to call out his name, I, I will agree with that. And, uh, right. Yeah. So you, you know him from January 6th, put it that way. When they went up there and invaded the Capitol building. <laughs> oh, Lord. And, That's funny. And defecated and used all now, kinds of nasty species up in the Capitol. That beautiful Capitol building, y'all destroyed. I disavow pooping in the Capitol hallway and spreading it around the uh, wall, I guess. I is, don't think that I would that support that. Is that a lie, too? Um, no, it's not. It is if you're accusing them all of doing that, but I, I don't think you are. Hold it, see, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Want to twist. Got that pivot going on again. You're in definitely no, no, no. pivot. No, no. I didn't say all. Right. I True. said those who invaded. And, they, and the, those who did that act, they know who they are. Yeah, but they're probably listening all, right now. All those who did who went in did not do wrong. I, I didn't say they did. Right, but you said you okay. said, you characterized you it as no, no, no. Hold on, man. Died. You just you characterized it as invading, and that's an unfair characterization it for some of them. Invading. Were you? Were you? Were you? I know. I'm just saying, Tony. 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 Yes. For the for those people, it was an invasion. But for other people, they waltzed in there like it was a museum tour. But they were still they were still trespassing. That's not an invasion. They were still trespassing. They still destroyed the capital. You can call it trespassing, I suppose. I suppose you can call it trespassing. I wouldn't have advised that they go in, but sometimes you don't know what's really going on and what you're supposed to do and or not supposed to do. And no capital police officers that waved them in, where are they at now? They did because they killed themselves. They went suicide. All I don't know. <laughs> now you're saying now you're saying stuff that I don't know to be true. You're well, saying come on, brother. I never heard this look before. Up. I never look heard this up. before. Look up, look up the words that waved them people in that Capitol building. The Capitol police that waved them in, uh-huh. they no longer exist on this earth. Those are the ones who killed themselves. Those were the ones that killed themselves. The one that did the wave. Are you sure? <laughs> Do your research. No, no, no. Are you sure? Just you tell me. I said, do your research, bro. No, 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 no. Are you sure? I'm not. Hey, all I got to say is research it. Okay, whatever. So, you, so you're not going to stand by your word on that one. No, because no, you know one thing? I want you to do some work, too, bro. I can't give you all the answers. <laughs> you tried to. You, so you're giving me an answer that you won't stand by. Sir, research it. I'm not that because interested. I just want to know if I you really you believe thing. what you're saying. They wish they never did the wave in. I bet you that. Whatever, they, man. All right. They, they, All right, they, Tony. No longer is this. All right, now. Have a good day. You too. And y'all get ready for the, for the, for the ride that you ain't <laughs> never seen before. <laughs> All right. Take care. What a mess. Uh, Bye. Okay, let me play this clip. I've been meaning to play this clip for quite some time. If I can hear Hassan. Clip 32. New COVID concerns. This is from a week or two ago, maybe. Maybe three weeks ago. It's been a long time coming, you know. Citizen Free Press tweeted this out. New COVID concerns. They're really trying to do this. And the source is from when Curtis Houck, H-O-U-C-K, Curtis Houck, it's coming. ABC News' Good Morning America had a full story in the first half hour on COVID. That's the China virus. Warning of rising hospitalizations. They're really trying to do this? And this was from August 1st, so 
almost three weeks ago. Okay. So, minute and a half long, little uh, ABC's GMA, Good Morning America, with that one black guy who used to be a football player, and he seemed okay with, he had to forsake his dignity by clapping for Desmond is Amazing. You know, that 11-year-old drag queen doing a strip dance on Good Morning America? Ugh. Um, here's the, here's the report. COVID on the rise? Hospitalizations up 12% on the week ending July 22nd, last month. Here it is. Now to new COVID concerns this morning. Now, the number of people testing positive in hospitals appears to be ticking up. Stephanie Ramos is here now with a reality check on what those numbers mean. Good morning, Stephanie. Hey there, Michael. Good morning. These days, it's almost impossible to tell how many COVID cases there really are. The CDC has stopped keeping track, and most people don't report their cases anymore. So the best way to track the virus is counting people who test positive during hospital admissions. And that number, while pretty small is on the rise. According to new numbers from the CDC overnight, COVID hospitalizations have increased 12% in the week ending July 22nd compared to the prior week. But to put that into perspective, hospitalizations still remain at record lows. There were a little more than 8,000 weekly hospitalizations. And for comparison, peak Omicron was more than 150,000. Deaths now have not increased, but there could be reporting delays. The federal government is now setting its sights on treating long COVID. New studies and an office of long COVID research and practices uh, to lead the responsible for uh, to lead people to lead those rep- the reporting numbers for people suffering from the virus. Michael. All right. Thank you so much for that, Stephanie. Okay. I didn't realize that Michael straight. That's Michael Strahan, football player, fo- former football player. I didn't realize that he spoke with a list, but he, he does have sort of a gap tooth. So, uh, <laughs> Lin Yenshin says, Michael looks nice. Seems about 105 IQ, and he is above average blats by 20%, so says he. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <sighs> interesting. Interesting. So, it's not a hospitalization for the China virus, it's a hospitalization, and they test you because they're testing everybody still, I guess. Or a lot of people anyway. And uh, so they're they caught caught with it. Caught with COVID is the night is the name. Does Mike say axe? <laughs> As opposed to ask. So yeah, he's got a bit of a lisp, but but there are guys who they don't have their teeth together. They don't have their two front teeth. So they sound they th- sound like this. Something like that. He did know football quite well, says Mike Gibson. <sighs> but he jumps through the hoops to stay in the mainstream media. Diversity hire. Could be Matt living the dream. Uh, they test, yeah, they test the poop, don't they? They test, like, the water, the, the, that stuff that's, what is it called, sewer water? Maybe? I don't know. But it's crazy. They're pushing that. And... They're also pushing this, clip 33. This is uh, the World So-Called Health Organization. This is two and a half, no, this is almost three minutes long. The WHO plan. Now, this is a lady 
who's in a meeting making seemingly making accusations against I got this from Karma K A R M A which I don't believe in uh 44921039 it's karma 44921039 the WHO plan WHO plan and it's this lady from this uh europarl.eu M Nass and I remember I looked up this lady I forget but here is what she's making the claim that she's making and I remember reading about this during the China virus like oh next we need climate lockdowns and I think that's what this is about here it is check it out we're undergoing a soft coup and the idea is to create a whole new set of laws and ignore the existing human rights laws and other laws under the pretext of pandemic preparedness and the biosecurity agenda. The WHO is developing through all its nations, but with the WHO directorate in the United States in charge, a pandemic treaty and amendments to the existing international health regulations that will remove the human rights protections currently um, embedded in the IHRs, will enforce surveillance, censorship, get rid of freedom of speech, require governments to censor and only push a single narrative. Also, we will be sub- subject, if, if they can make this work, to vaccines developed in 100 days, which the organization CEPI is planning to do. And one of the people who founded CEPI was Jeremy Farrar, who is now the chief scientist at the WHO to bring this forward. Um, other things that uh, the amendments do is to bind the state so they are no longer recommendations but enforceable edicts. Uh, provide a liability shield, get rid of intellectual property rights, move supplies from one country to another, um, enforce digital passports, and the director general of WHO can demand that a pandemic or a potential pandemic exists. He can just declare it with no standards, and then countries around the world will have to obey. Uh, Also, the WHO will tell you what drugs you can and can't use in your nation once a pandemic is declared. Obviously, the budget will increase. One Health is another part of this. One Health is a concept that was created to enable the WHO, with these documents, to take over jurisdiction of everything in the world by saying that climate change, animals, plants, water systems, ecosystems are all central to health. Also embedded in this concept is a peculiar notion that humans are no longer of greater value than animals. Crazy, huh? That's, uh, that was Dr. Merle, Merrill, M-E-R-Y-L, NAS. And she was a main doctor or internist or whatever, MD, supposedly, speaking at Europarl, European Parliament. Talking about how uh, the shenanigans that different people are going to pull, be pulled, going to be pulling, or trying to pull, or been pulling. And uh, 
She was suspended during the China virus. She filed a lawsuit against uh, Maine's medical board, by the way, accusing them of violating her First Amendment rights. The Maine Board of Licensure in Medicine responded in January of 2022. They temporarily suspended her license, her medical license, investigating complaints about her because she's a... She talks too much. She's a uh, she's involved, over involved, and trying to uh, sound the alarm about different things that uh, you're not supposed to sound the alarm about. But creepy stuff, creepy stuff, and then. It kind of invites, the way that they act, it kind of invites what, the, what people call conspiracy theories. Stuff that you don't necessarily know or hard to prove or can't, can't necessarily know it's, it's the truth, but it sounds fishy. They are definitely evil. These centralized groups. And they have a, they're politically motivated for power and that mama spirit overprotective mess. <laughs> Spoiler alert says she's just the actor they've sent out to make you think someone is speaking out against what's coming. Could be. Or they're just they're fine with that. People fill different roles. The nutty people fill the nutty roles. The truth tellers feel sort of a truth teller role. The people who are, feel like they're the truth tellers, a lot of people feel like they're the truth tellers. Act like they're on, filling filling in their role, making a scene, getting themselves banned from places, making claims. Some of them true. Some of them they don't know to be true. Just accusations. And what can you do about it? Reminds me of Tony from California. Embrace yourselves. Embrace yourselves. <laughs> uh. A lot of people are that crazy, though. There's these animal rights people who are, they're not for the unborn babies, but they're for more the, the animal rights, so-called. I mentioned that I wanted to get to uh, based America First's super chat, sort of a review. There were a few here in my. Did I put them in Hake chat? Let's see. Da, da, da. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, uh, it's not loading my preview. Okay. From a month ago, based America First bought a coffee. July 1st, Governor Gruesome, Gavin Newsom claimed he lowered gas prices by creating a watchdog group in California Energy Commission to monitor excess oil company profits. The mainstream media has been accusing uh, these oil companies of raising gas prices just for a profit, to make excess profits. I don't know if it's true or not. It may be true, but it may not. it's not the whole truth. 
Commies, commies, says Based America First, double down on stupid regulations and fees and taxes that increase scarcity and drive up cost. And then they blame evil, quote-unquote, businesses for making a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they create the problem, the government, their regulations and all that mess. And then they blame the companies for raising prices, which is necessary when you're uh, making it harder on them. Evil versus evil, because the companies are, most of them are probably pretty evil too. <laughs> but uh, these, the worst people, crying, oh, that's evil, you're cheating, you're doing wrong, you're uh, blah, blah, blah. The worst people are the ones uh, calling out and complaining. Base America First bought a coffee. Joe Obama administration. This is a month ago, too. Just some little review on their climate mess and uh, energy mess and just dishonesty. Joe Obama administration, which is Joe, sleepy Joe Biden, Obama administration all over again, basically. A lot of his administration, just a bunch of Obama people. Fight climate change by forcing people into non-sufficient solar power, power, solar panel power generation. Also Joe Obama administration. Fight climate change by chemically modifying the atmosphere to block sunlight. That's that cloud seeding. The airplanes doing the, uh, you know, you guys call it, um, what's that stuff? Uh, sky writing, what's that sky writing stuff that you guys call it? I forget. Chemtrails, chemtrails, yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Can we block the stupid instead? Sorry, kids. Huh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're blocking the sunlight. I didn't even make this connection a month ago when I read this. They're blocking the sunlight with the uh, chemical stuff and that they're spraying in the air. And then they're also installing solar panels that need the sunlight. So you're blocking sunlight from the solar panels that panels panels again that are supposed to soak in the sunlight to make the energy and the the energy that they would create if they had full blast sunlight. Even even then, it wouldn't be sufficient. And now they're blocking even more of the sunlight, so it's even less sufficient. Whoa, crazy! I'm a little slow there, Base America First. I got it the second time around a month later. Uh, Base America First with the coffee a bit ago. Commies abroad, nearly 16 million trees were cut down on publicly owned land, I remember this one, in Scotland to make way for wind farms. Wind farms. Cut down trees to make way for wind farms. The trees could have recycled more carbon dioxide, because that's what trees do. They suck in carbon dioxide and they give you oxygen, or air anyway, something like that. Don't ask me. (laughs) It's called photosynthesis. Or am I wrong? (laughs) Uh, I'm, pick- I'm chuckling because I'm thinking about evil is real super chats in response to my scientific uh, laymanism. Even worse than a layman. Those trees could have recycled more carbon di- dioxide than the wind turbines saved during their operational life. Battery electric vehicles use significant amounts of cobalt. Remember that? Beautiful color. Cobalt blue. Primarily mined from the Democratic Republic of Congo by child slaves as young as six years old who work in unsafe conditions, severely harming their health. 
and polluting the environment. Commies at home, because those were commies abroad doing that stuff. Commies at home, demon rats say third world mining is just the price we, not them, have to pay for green energy. Oh yeah, we're paying, we're paying the price. We're paying the price by enslaving the uh, six-year-olds in Congo, one of the Congo countries. That's the price we have to pay for green energy. <laughs> uh, if they even know about it. Tesla is being sued yet again for misrepresenting battery range and longevity, s- sending batteries to landfills even faster. Do demon rats really care about slavery, children, and the environment? Because yeah, those batteries are going to uh, landfills. But a white man, such as Massey, Thomas Massey, is it Thomas Massey? The representative from Kentucky or somewhere? Uh, he recycled an old, recycled an old Tesla battery and uh, used it to power his whole house. Pretty cool. At least he showed that on Twitter. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? And this one is really cool. Base America First bought a couple coffees. This is from a while ago. But climate and environment and energy related. The stratosphere is a layer layer of Earth's atmosphere roughly between 8 miles and 30 miles out of altitude. Hopefully I'm not showing my pits. Um, The Hunga Tonga Hunga Haapai underwater volcano erupted January 15th, 2022, a year and a half ago. Sending the equivalent of 58,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools of water into the stratosphere and increasing the amount of the amount of water vapor typically found there by 13%. Wow, it's a lot. Uh, in the stratosphere. Atmospheric water vapor traps heat, of course. That's what's called humidity, among other things, right? But generally condenses to rain quickly. In this case, however, the extra water vapor will remain in the stratosphere 5 to 10 years. Compounding the heating effect is the sun nearing its peak output during the solar cycle of 25 or solar cycle 25. Air temperature may be hotter in some places, such as Phoenix, where it hasn't, hadn't dipped for below 110 degrees in its highs. Its high was a, over 110 degrees every day for like 31 days or something like that. Air temperature may be hotter in some places, but in addition to being, it being summer, it's, light, it's more likely due to naturally occurring events beyond human control and not global boiling, says Base America First. Yeah, but they want to chalk it up to uh, this or that thing. The fires they want to chalk up to uh, climate change. Some people say that there have been environmentalists who do evil things to mess up the environment. To say, hey, see this? See? See? Kind of like... It's kind of like a a black painting the N-word on a dorm room wall or mirror, and saying, see, racism. They're faking the problem by defacing the world. Or the gays doing a swastika on the side of a church building after Trump got elected. This gay organist did it, radical homosexual, and it was him. Or that uh, Israeli guy who called in bomb threats on Jewish synagogues in America. It was fake. Unless the gay... Or the guy was really going to do a bomb threat, but I think it was fake to um, try to create a problem or pretend like there is a problem. 
What a mess. Terrible. Kind of fun, huh? Just informative and nice and just remember stuff. You're not giving, being told the whole story, the whole truth. You never know. Even the Bible says we know in part. We know imperfectly. Justin in Fullerton, California is on the line. Thank you for calling and holding, man. I'm sorry to rush you, but you only have a few minutes here. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, no worries. Thanks, Jake. I uh, hope you uh, survived the hurricane without any problems. Hurricane, I uh, walked no in the rain. I walked in the <laughs> rain. I took a little walk down the street over here into the Jewish neighborhood, really the Jewish area, and, um, and I walked back, and uh, whew, it was coming down, but I had my umbrella. Yeah, yeah, as you should. <laughs> nice. That's great. Yeah. Well, as far as hurricanes, even natural disasters like fires in Hawaii, it does look like it's a late notification. And I, I, I only excuse I heard uh, from the government uh, reports is that they were actually battling a much bigger fire on the other side. So that, so that I guess will be months and months, maybe just a month or two months. I don't know. But he said months until like some type of an investigation comes, and then uh, then we're going to eventually understand and you know broken down what happened. But clearly, not not enough preparation. And it's very suspicious because it's world class. How can that happen? Yeah, crazy. Uh, it's a mess. And they're yeah, not going to tell you the whole. Crazy. I don't. You most of the time, I bet yeah. you we never really get the truth. Las Vegas, right. anybody? I mean, mm-hmm. Las Vegas shooting. Right. Which. Uh, it would be nice to know, like, the guy's motive. I wonder if that's knowable. Anyway. Hey, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but uh, I, I think that they're, now they got command. They're going to, Biden's going to broker a deal with uh, Japan and South Korea. And they're going to be, basically, you know, have resources that are going to be ready. But uh, it, those pe- those poor people out there had to pay the price of all that, you know? Here, it's just a thing to hype up to get people to buy prep. And buy a bunch of stuff, you know. But uh, there, it was a real, a real problem. And uh, hopefully, um, they, they can definitely take account, and Biden can get, can get get off his butt, off his vacation. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't mind him being on vacation. I kind of prefer him to be on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good talking to you. Hey. Good to Hope, talk to you too, uh, man. You, you have Appreciate a great day. You. All, All right, right. bye. All right. Justin in Fullerton. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. Let me read a few chats because there was a couple of chats here that caught my eye before I play this last bit of music here for you guys. Tropical Storm Survivor. (laughs) L.M. Blank O says Jupiter. Matt Living the Dream says they're called typhoons or monsoons. I thought that there were monsoons in like Arizona. I was in a monsoon in Arizona. You just have to go through it. I was camping out in southeastern Arizona. Hurricanes are Atlantic Ocean only. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I thought hurricanes only happened to the West Coast because I never hear about hurricanes happen to the... No, East Coast. That's East Coast. That's East Coast. That way. I I never hear about hurricanes happening on the West Coast this way. They're t- or typhoons. Yeah, typhoons. Is that true, Matt Levin? I wonder why that is. Is it... Why? 
I know that the Pacific Ocean is bigger. <laughs> How the news lowers your IQ. Funny. Uh, interesting. So, I don't know. But that was interesting. I wonder if the damage will come later. Because didn't... Um, didn't Hurricane Katrina come and went? It came and went. And then after a day or two or three, then the levees broke because the water had built up and then it flooded the blacks out and some of them died because they didn't leave. I don't know. Anyway, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Enjoy this track from Left Out. Uh, Wasted. I think it's Wasted Time. From the uh, 1999 album, I think. For the working class. Some Christian punk. Enjoy. And adios, America. I'll sit with you through it. Nice. Nice. Distracted. Pretty much. I chase things that won't fulfill. <laughs> Anybody tell you I love you today? Left out. Left out is the band. Wasted love by Megadeth better than this trash, says Nugget Man. Apples and oranges. Christian punk? Oxymoron. Live. You gotta try. You gotta try. Live. No more lies. No Sex pistols, like really? Black flag. We hate sin, not the sinner. We hate sin, not the sinner. Twitters never win. Wasted time. Wasted. Wasted. Well, adios, America.
America and Anchor, baby, in an hour.